0: Listening to the Cubecast. All right, welcome back to the Cubecast. I'm Christy. This is Tom. Hey. And we got Mike from
1: Pody Boys. Uh, Hello, people. All
0: right, I know Mike from the first time I did a huge competition in Breathe, uh, at Breathe in uh, Calgary. Uh, When I saw this guy throw down I (laughs) didn't know what I was looking at anymore like everything that I thought of like from our scene and I saw Mike I'm just like okay my eyes are glued I gotta watch what he's doing all the time like this is great no I didn't (laughs) record or anything but thank you thank you for coming to the podcast I've always wanted to uh yeah tell you that
1: uh it's uh, it's my pleasure and uh yeah I'm glad that I can be of of some inspiration there. Yeah, I have are. to remember, kind of like what, which which competition was that? Because like we, we had we had so many competitions uh, yeah. throughout the years, and it's just like, man, which which ones was it? Is it the uh, was that like
0: uh one was of that the west, west coast? coast? Yeah, yeah it was the west coast? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, I was, I, I was gonna... definitely feeling pretty strong on that. It was it was. A really fun competition Ugh. and it was the first time I was actually able to compete with everybody else because over the years it was always you know breathe staff and pody putting together competitions and you know you just don't want to have any type of conflict of interest when we're running the competitions and having us compete with everybody else because then right. you know it's like oh yeah you, you go ahead and you win it's like oh yeah well, uh, the, he, paid off the judges because there's the judges (laughs) you designed the course
0: (laughs) yeah yeah exactly didn't you do like a a tiebreaker with somebody and you had to take off your shoe or tie your lace Uh,
1: yeah it was a a three-way tie between I believe it was myself Ruben and Jonathan Mm. Uh, Jonathan was up from California
0: yeah that's right uh, and
1: Ruben Corlin from out in uh, Saskatchewan And yeah, the, the tiebreaker came down to us balancing on top of uh, our eight foot bar set. And we'd, we'd gone through like all of the ringers like, oh yeah, just go ahead and turn 360 on the bar, uh, squat down, yeah. squat back up, go one foot, squat down, squat back up and okay. all that stuff. And then they're like, okay, like they're they're all just too good. Like, what yeah. are we gonna do? <laughs> well, uh, they, they're just like, okay, well you gotta untie your shoe and then retie your shoelace, and you know that'd be fine if everybody had their shoelaces out. But like for me, I always tuck my shoelaces in because I don't want them flopping around. So I had to untuck my shoelaces, untie them, and then retie them. But in by doing that, I was like, I'm I. I uh, wobbled off and then i was like damn it i had to save myself at that point
0: my yeah. memory doesn't serve me what right then i thought you won that one
1: so oh, no, in my no. mind
0: you're you won it
1: so. <laughs> not quite but yeah that was the that was the deciding factor between who was it was either second or third so then i just I ended was, up getting yeah. fourth place
2: yeah.
1: so i was like damn it that sucks uh but um yeah i got uh, silver got second in speed at that one um, and then uh, Jonathan ended up getting uh, first and uh, it was just such a fun event because it was the first time interacting with uh, some of the some of the Cali community
2: yeah.
1: and um, it actually inspired me to, to continue on with that that qualifier and go down to to California and oh, to go to the final. Which was just nice to to interact with everybody, but I ended up like busting my foot pretty bad on uh, on a wall splat. Um, uh, I was trying to go for like this level to level Kong pre, but uh, the the ledge was uh, just underhang, and then it was like all cobble rock underneath, and then another ledge. So basically, I I beamed it right underneath of right. the ledge. Hit the cobble, rolled uh, rolled my ankle, and then basically just like had my foot flat up against the wall, and then my heel on the ground. So I just like struck right. it, and it actually sheared. Oh uh, no! My, uh, <laughs> uh, it's like the talus that connects the the uh, the heel joint together, and it went mm-hmm. like completely undiagnosed for a, a good mm. uh, like several several months. Until I ended up going to because, um, yeah, I just thought like I just rolled my ankle really bad, yeah, right. but because that connective tissue doesn't have any nerve endings on it, you right. like it it people don't know that they've blown it out, hmm. so I was just walking around with a with a heel that was trying to heal itself, and it was like just healing in weird places and then shearing off again and like it was just a terrible right. uh terrible experience and uh ended up having to uh tape it all together and basically immobilize it for the longest time until it, it until it fused mm-hmm. again wow. uh but man yeah like that that definitely put me through the ringer but i, I still really enjoyed being able to go down and uh, see that competition I was actually able to judge um, some of the uh, some of the style. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah it was it was really cool uh, it just ended up approaching me it was like "Oh, you know we we need an extra judge uh, are you down and um, you know through all my work with uh, I think it was Virtual Style League that uh, uh, Davis put together where mm-hmm. people would go head to head it was it was like a right something that uh, he ended up envisioning from like cali duels if you remember that
3: i don't actually no, I don't yeah know.
1: it was like an online facebook group where people would challenge each other to post a line and then everybody would vote on who they thought did their line the best right it
0: sounds familiar yeah
1: yeah so essentially that's what we did but we ended up bringing in a, a more strict rubric and then we would uh, assign judges for certain uh, uh, for certain categories so then we'd have our, our rubric we'd go to that and then we'd kind of compare and go from there and uh, yeah uh, just like from all that experience and then also some of the experience from just judging over at uh, you know all of our dupe jams uh, in Calgary um, yeah, it it gave me a little bit of of confidence jumping into into doing that. So yeah, it was it was a fun it was a fun time really.
0: Oh, right on. That's a that's a really good story there. Action packed, <laughs> actually. Yeah. Uh, is that your only injury that you've suffered, or like how I do wish. you? I wish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay what, what else? Just a short list of what else, and how you deal with it. Like, do you go to a chiropractor? Do you ignore it?
1: Like. Mm-hmm. What's your uh, claim to oh fame on injury? I, I have to, like, think back to all of my injuries at this point. Because it's okay. plentiful. And as it is, I'm like, man, lucky to, to be as good as I am right now than what I could otherwise have been. Let's go. Um, like, even from, like, a young age, I had broken my collarbone, my yeah. arm, my leg, Um Cracked oh. open my head. It was a very uh. accident-prone child. And <laughs> we do
0: parkour, right? Yeah, I yeah. love it. Yeah. If
1: any, if anything, <laughs> it's we like it, it. Once I started doing, well, I after doing all that, then I was just like, okay, well, maybe I should just like, you know, tamper it down. But but going into parkour, it, it at least teaches you how to uh, how to perceive a fall and how mm. to how to do those risks and uh, those benefits and mitigate it. Um, so I would assume that hey if I you know five years old had some sort of parkour knowledge then chances are I probably would have done a lot better off but uh, you know fall, yeah, falling right. off a tree fort onto a stump there's only so much you can do <laughs> like a bite a leg attempt. and rolling out of bed onto a table there goes collarbone uh, Oh man, so on and so forth go. so yeah um, and then yeah other than that uh, it was like running headlong into a tree with a sled because my brother was piloting it and then he he jumped ship Mm -hmm. and just threw me right into it i'm like ah man yeah so yeah like a lot of injuries growing up and um it definitely made all the asymmetries kind of come out so as soon as you start You know building muscle mass around asymmetries it's pulling you in weird ways so Mm. um, it's something that really takes a lot of uh, a lot of work to 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 overcome and uh, and maintain because now you have to you know really make sure that hey you don't tense up in in certain muscle groups or else you're going to uh, like pull something out all the time so it's 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 been an ongoing (laughs) challenge with that but uh uh, thankfully you know i've been working with uh a couple of trainers i I was working with uh, a guy named ramiz um a couple for the past you know it was about a year and then he got and got into the pandemic and then everything closed down and then he went on to 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 streaming um uh, what was it man um apex that's right yeah he was like getting like <laughs> he was getting like top in canada in in apex so he was just like oh wait i can actually do this really well so then i ended up getting on to a, with a trainer um his name is mark uh, uh colado hmm. and uh we've been working together all the way through um pandemic so far and man wow. uh, he's 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 been kicking my ass and it's been it's been fantastic he's been really working on the foundations and uh really building out the, the skeletal strength of everything that i'm doing and uh, it's really starting to transfer in to the way that uh you know i'm moving and feeling confident in my mo- in my movement all right so th- this
3: program is all like tailored to uh like help you, you know, still focus on parkour specifically?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, he, he, he's seeing all my stuff and he's just like, holy crap, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, definitely put a, a, f- a few goals out to, to him with getting back to my original PRs uh, that I set um, back when I, I f- first ended up getting on to uh, Tom Taylor's uh, workout program. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, cool. he's he's out of the UK and he's the he's the man behind uh, Ed Scott and Tim Champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So he, he runs a an online um, personal training mm-hmm. program, uh, and uh, so uh, I ended up getting onto that and definitely saw improvements with the way things were going. But just because of the nature of it being online, it's hard to. Um, make sure that hey every rep that you're doing is is with the proper form and Perfect. like you, it's it, it's not as as easy to you know uh, push through certain parts because you know you're, you're you're the only person there and it's like oh yeah you just get stuck in this mentality of like oh yeah it's it's pretty hard i could probably lift this but like you know i don't want to hurt myself and mm-hmm. uh, and then you know be alone in an, in a gym and uh right. <laughs> have, have weights crashing down, yeah, so it, yeah. you, you start playing it a little bit safer instead of being able to yeah. like, push through and, uh, and and do what you know you can uh so yeah, with that, it's like it's easy to also develop um, you know bad form throughout that uh, throughout yeah, that whole true. process, so if you start out and you don't know which muscles you should be engaging when. Then you can start loading things in in really weird ways. Yeah. Um. So that's why, like, if if there's anybody that's wanting to kind of get into a little bit more of the competitive scene or start, you know, approaching this from a more athletic point of view, to definitely start with a personal trainer or go and 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 gain that knowledge, because there's a lot of there's a lot of really good online resources. Uh i don't really remember exactly which ones i would go pick but uh you kind of have to that's the thing with the personal trainer is that they've already done all of that uh knowledge gathering yeah Yeah. so it saves you time from having to go through the pain of uh, of figuring things out so
2: yeah
1: Uh, he he set me up on uh some some goals get the prs back and then uh, uh i remember talking to him about uh world chase tag because that was something that uh, between um uh, you know tyrian ben uh tyler reuben and uh, davis uh that we wanted to put together kind of a team canada for yeah. for world chase tag so we, we actually develop that uh that submission and put them in uh but they're they're just mo- mainly focused on the uh, american scene right now so you know that anything's possible at this point but uh oh, that's definitely it's that. definitely one of those uh one of those things that uh, definitely striving towards yeah. yeah yeah especially seeing all the people that um that end up on there uh like yeah I, through all of uh, all the competitions and all the, yep. all the jams that I've had out to, I definitely met a lot of uh, really cool guys and a lot of them ended up on on World Chase Tag. Uh, my goodness, uh, like Seth Ruji and <clears throat> this is what happens when you're trying to name drop all of a <laughs> Yeah, yeah can't I get get all the can't get all the names out. And then uh, uh, Frank, uh, unfortunately, I, I forget people's last names.
0: i'm a big fan of the show though like to see all my athletes like try and tag each other um i i I love it when they post it on their instagram too and i'm just like yeah you know it's cool it's just a little clip that's all you need sometimes right but it's great i love that whole idea so that's cool good on you for uh putting it yeah it'd
3: be really cool to see canada in that can you know canada tends to get overlooked in things you know even something like ninja warrior right Mm -hmm. not really canadian one
1: (laughs) there's just so many like hidden beasts in canada yeah
3: Um,
2: right
1: rodrigo out in victoria Mm. um i remember him coming through uh, it was either our first dupe jam or else it was like our last pk ab Mm. and just taking the most gnarly drop down in century gardens like uh it's it's probably like a good 14 to 16 foot drop to like a wooden deck and uh he took that during a, the the middle of like a speed comp and oh, you're just wow. like what uh... <laughs> it was unfortunate that he didn't he didn't win because like <laughs> that wasn't quite the fastest route but man it was yeah. so cool
2: no doubt. and
1: uh it would have been it would have been fantastic that you know he pulled that off and like gotten gotten podium on that one but man yeah you mm-hmm. no, super big beast, um <laughs> and then like even even like Davis getting onto getting into the NAPC yeah, circuit there easy. uh was was big and as well as uh, seeing Ruben out there mm-hmm. as no well. doubt it just yeah. goes to show it's like yeah Canada can definitely step it up and uh and come around so yeah there's definitely a lot of uh, on tap potential if you will mm.
3: Yeah, not just, like, the, the talent is there, just it's the uh, the spotlight, not so
1: much. Spotlight, eh? <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, out of, like, any of the competitions, I think that will probably come out of the woodwork, it, it's, Chase Tag is probably the most intuitive from, like, a a perspective, like a, uh, a spectator uh, yeah. perspective. Uh, because it's just so intuitive. Like, oh, the game is. yeah, This person's trying to tag that person. And then there's a bunch of stuff in the way. Okay, yeah. they, they just, they just got to really go. Like, mm-hmm. reach and escape. Like, yeah. classic Simple parkour, childhood. right? Like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, the, the course I find so... is, like, really, really intelligently designed. Mm-hmm. In that, like, I, I mean, like, it does end up becoming, like, the cat chasing the... the the mouse around like the (laughs) circle sometimes yeah which does like it's not as as interesting i like that they did put like a lot of breaks in that so they have to do some movement but yeah it definitely becomes like a sprint around the side for the most part but but when they start like getting intricate and start trying to juke people out with all the different obstacles i'm like man that's so cool especially the way that uh you know they can you know just spot that line that's going to get them out of trouble no doubt. Uh, yeah. in the midst of everything. I'm like, man, that's so smart. Like it just, it's, there's, it's such a level of intelligence with that. But at the same time, it's just like, it's just as easy as you're just chasing a person. So it's yeah. like, it's really accessible. And I think that, um, you know, that's, that's definitely something that will, you know, bring parkour up in a way that, uh, that other competitions, uh, have have struggled to
2: Hmm.
1: um like when you look at like a a FICE event like a a a fig event it's just like the the course design is you can tell it wasn't uh, i mean like i don't want to i don't want to rack on it too much but like it's just (laughs) it's not when, when i look at it i'm like it's just not very inspiring because it seems like the person started with there's a move I want to put here, I'm just going to put this move. Mm. Whereas, you know, in a parkour gym or else like in any other type of speed comp, it's very much, you know, you set these boundaries and and then you allow the person to use their expertise and their experience and their creativity to find the fastest line. Instead of just like, you just run straight, if, it, if you're if you just so happen to be an olympic sprinter that happens to run on bars then you'll probably do you'll probably do fine right so yeah, it's, yeah
3: it has to be more than one uh one route
1: mm-hmm. available yeah like i i was thinking like oh man they maybe maybe they got it maybe they actually started to figure it out maybe they started to talk to people like in the community about what's what would be cool at a speed comp when they had like i think it was in either i think it was in uh japan when they had their comp and then they had like this multi-tier like descent um through a structure and i was like oh okay like that's actually kind of cool like i would that would actually be really fun. Like, have you ever been in like one of those play places where you have like right. that webbing and then you yeah. jump down and you're just like, whoa, it kind of reminds me of that. Like you're just the snaking through That's this crazy. and I'm like, oh, this is really cool. But then, uh, then it just gets back into the same monotony of just like a straight line sprint. And I'm like, oh, it's right. not exciting. It's not exciting. <laughs> and then they, and they throw the, the freestylers on there too. And you're just like, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're trying to get the camera around and you're like mm. <laughs> and everybody stops too there's no connections it's like what what defines parkour in my eyes is like the ability to just keep moving mm-hmm. and like in freestyle it's like every inch of space is used space be that flat ground be it a corner be it whatever so You know, when you watch like a really sick line, it's like there's intent behind every single movement. And at least within the comps scene that I've seen with with, like in FICE events is that, you know, people aren't penalized for just taking a dead stop and then hitting like a double. And you're just like, no, like, you be cool if you did something into the double. Yeah that'd be really cool wouldn't it <laughs> but i don't know that's that's just my that's just my opinion on the matter it's just like if everybody's going to have their own comps and their own rules for comps um it's definitely going to increase the the the, the viewership of parkour and at least the the idea of parkour it's just to to right. how much of a detriment on you know how how it's viewed I'd say, yeah, it's like, okay, are are, are we able to attract, you know, the biggest names to these types of uh, these, these types of competitions? And, you know, is this is the comp sick? Like, is it actually really cool to watch? Uh, So far, I haven't really been all that inspired to, like, if, if I looked, if I looked at that comp, and then I was just like, oh, yeah, like, that actually looks like a sick time. uh, Because they basically just like, ripped off hop the block and that was cool because like there was a lot of uh different it it wasn't just a straight line sprint towards the end for the most part Mm -hmm. uh sure it was in a straight line but the 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 way that the course progressed was very yeah it it was designed by parkour people let's just Mm -hmm. say right instead of like hey uh, so we're gonna just take a little bit of ninja warrior in here and throw some bars here or there, and then make oh, people yeah. to you turn at the end and then run back. Trying so, to do their own thing or something. Yeah, like they they definitely need to develop their own branding, and that's mm-hmm. part of them pitching it to the Olympic Committee. But um, really, you know, from from a bystander's perspective on on the way that that is competitions kind of come about uh I, I just i just don't find it very inspiring and i feel that you know competitions like napc are really inspiring because you you feel the gravitas and the energy in the room yeah,
2: you do, when right. you're there
1: and you feel it even on uh on the stream yeah. uh because it's just so well produced over the years like they I, I remember for the, like probably up until napc 5 so for like four years, I just solely watched the live stream because I was always working on the weekends
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, as an as a instructor where I Breathe during that time. So then what we'd do is we'd just end up getting a projector out or getting it up on the TV, and then we just end up watching that. So awesome. yeah. a, I think it was like a couple of years where like Josh and uh, Jovi ended up getting into into the qualifiers and were were on that stream and i was like this is so sick like <laughs> this is amazing and you yeah. know watch it watching those guys just run uh and yeah like it it just looked like a sick event to be at so like for the for when i got the uh the time and the money to do it i was just like screw it i'm 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 going out there i'm flying right so yeah
3: were you at the last one then
1: uh yeah i was at the last one and oh my god it's it's so much fun (laughs) so much fun i mean yeah
3: like just the the events like all different things but just the all the you know just all the stuff going on behind the scenes right like the people training (laughs) outside of the gym and then afterwards and just you know there's legendary parties (laughs) (laughs) man right yeah
1: mayhem is fun like i've I, I, i've been to the last two and it's it's just incredible every single time like it's just where everybody just cuts loose and it's just like <laughs> yeah this is this is team spirit right here <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is everybody coming out of their shell all at once and you're just like just having a good time
3: i mean all, the, all these parkour people just feeding off of each other right like
1: <laughs> yeah no big time and uh it's so sort of like you know you get to it's just the melding pot yeah. of like incredible talent to beginner to intermediate to advanced practitioners all coming together yeah. and just like yeah. just chilling and having a good time so
0: oh, it must feel so good
1: That's oh, such man. a nice
3: uh, like stage that parkour is at right that like you can like just start and be at a jam with you know someone who's Like Mm. the best of the
0: best.
3: Uh, Yeah. That's not going to happen in a lot of sports right now.
0: (laughs) True.
1: Well, I remember like my first NAPC that I went, um, I just ended up coming into the gym to just, you know, train a little bit and then just went over into the corner and uh, just like, Oh, these guys are these. I haven't met these guys. Let's let's go and uh, let's go meet these guys pull up and i'm like oh hey uh what's your guys's name i'm i'm mike and they're like oh yeah i'm tim i'm tom and like oh yeah where are you guys from it's like oh the uk and i'm like oh that's sweet like how are you guys liking <laughs> like it oh yeah it's really good and not only to notice that like you know later down the line it's just like oh shit that was tim champion and tom taylor yeah right. like, oh, shit. didn't didn't even know and yeah. i just i i find that so fun because like if you like say say you come in there and you're just like yeah you have that starstruck power of just like True, yeah, yeah. I, I need to like act a certain way i want to be cool in front of the in front of yeah. the in front of these like legends and then you know it's just a completely different experience where it's like hey, you're yeah. just like having a chill time pulling up and then it's just like oh hey yeah yeah you just, know what uh, mike just chilling have- here Big I, had,
0: I had the same experience that you're talking about at that jam where um, I competed there with Andrea Moss, uh, Ross. Oh, yes. And uh, yeah. I just went up there because she was like the only um, lady, really, that was um, in the, the group there. And I'm just like, well, you know, whatever. And then I started following her and then I seen her get into stunts and that she's like, like, I'm like, I know this person.
1: Yeah, well, she was also like an Olympic uh, wrestler for the longest time apart. before oh, she. Oh really? Yeah. yeah.
0: Wow. So, like, so these people, just because like you're in a community, it's such a niche community, mm-hmm. and yeah. you're all doing your thing, your sport, your flow, whatever, and you just see someone there that you might well, like, you know? Hey, what's your style? Like, let's do some stuff, whatever. And then next thing you know, there there's somebody. It's like, mm-hmm. what the heck, I love yeah. that feeling. That was the only time though. Like, yeah I, I know what you were going through
1: yeah no, nice. big time and uh yeah that's, that's what i find too is just like you know even if you're in a crowd with like big time names and mm-hmm. then you're just jamming but then you find like the weirdest most technical challenge all of a sudden it's just like even even the guys that have been like training for like a decade are just like oh yeah that's actually really cool like sure they might like flash it they'll just send it right, right. away but like at the same time it's just like everybody's just down and vibing for just you know exploring (laughs) like everybody's just down for for, hanging out experience
0: yeah throwing down what you know and moving on to the next one
1: it's got to be weird to be
3: parkour famous too though right because like in the community (laughs) like you're like a legend but then like you know the muggle world
1: yeah no one knows who you
3: are at all
1: (laughs) it's gotta be like any other celebrity as well just like you know you go out to you know mumbai or something like that and just like a nobody (laughs) yeah you're just trying to like pick up some like food and you're just thinking like oh man people are gonna recognize me and it's just like no one does okay that's this much it's just like okay you know how you know who i am it's just like yeah, the guy that's going to give me this much. Yeah. Pay yeah.
0: <laughs> hey me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. yeah it's know? it's going to definitely be interesting seeing how how that type of like that if that type of celebrity kind of develops in in the parkour world. I feel like it kind of has in the sense because like sure. you you've, you've watched all these people do incredible things around the world, and then all of a sudden they're in front of you, and you're like oh shit <laughs> it's like reading all of the modus guys you're like right damn you're younger than me and holy yeah. crap you freaking flow like a mother yeah <laughs> Jeez, you guys are just so freaking like steezy it's kind of hard crap. not
3: to do that though right when you're like you're always seeing people's videos and seeing their faces and everything and then mm-hmm. you see it see them in real life it's just like
0: Oh, <laughs> i oh, don't know how to crap. act what do i do with my hands yeah yeah
1: yeah what do i do yeah
0: no it's uh it's quite humbling actually to see people in mm. their uh, natural environment in our sport
1: yeah i still love that it's just a melting pot for mm-hmm. the most part like sure i think i remember like trying to write out a blog post about kind of like the Athleticism versus recul- recreationalism in parkour, mm. uh, and just like you know, whether or not okay, parkour should only be a recreational venture where it's just like it's just self-expression and uh, and you know e- evolution so forth, or if it should be you know this competitive venture of figuring out like okay what what can the body do and i i see both sides of the aisle there because like not not everybody's gonna do well in a competitive space and you know i've I've been on both sides of that because like in growing up i was in like t-ball baseball basketball um and soccer and what other than it being a team sport, I didn't really enjoy team sports that all that much because it's like, it wasn't about how well I did. It was about how well the rest of the team did. And I'm like, well, I can't carry the whole team. It might've just (laughs) been a lot of egotism on my side of things. But at the same time, it's just like, I I would like to think that, hey, I was doing well enough that if everybody else was around with me, then like, okay, we would have like, we would have crushed it, but you know, being in youth sports it's like especially any type of like drop-in or anything like that it's like not everybody's going to be as competitively spirited and at the end of the day it's just like just didn't really like that idea of like uh put in all this effort and it means nothing but right i guess that's what participation medals are for but (laughs) i mean i i see i see the venture for it but at the Mm. same time it's just like it you'd want to be able to look at it and be like yeah there was there was achievement behind it instead of just like yeah i showed up yeah it's so. like giving
0: someone one of those in parkour like a uh, participation yeah you came out yeah it's like it doesn't it doesn't work,
1: doesn't yeah, it, was, work in parkour. it was it was the one thing that i was just like a little bit like hmm about the west coast parkour championships because they, they had like ribbons yeah for i i mean like i i feel like the ribbons were fine but at the same time it's just like you know you, you get you get placed along that that uh that spectrum and as it is it's like the Parker community is fairly small so it's just like it kind of becomes your label and your ranking and you're just really? like oh mm. or at least like right. that's my thought to it like yeah no, definitely not I the case that. but it's it's just one of the thoughts that i've had when i when i saw those i was like uh. that is true hey, but at because... the same time you do get something out of it because it's like, mm. oh, I showed up, I did, I did work. Uh, I wouldn't have otherwise gotten this. Have I not done work? Then cool. Yeah. Uh, Probably has
3: a lot to do with like your expectations too, right?
1: True. Like
3: if you think like yes. I'm going to be the place first for sure, and then you come yeah. in dead last, it's going to be a harder <laughs> hit. Where if you're like, hey, well, I'm just doing this. It's going to be fun. I don't really care yeah. what I get. Mm-hmm. If I win, I win. See, so, I've
1: uh, sometimes like there's been. I I had that I had that mentality going into Davis's uh, Davis's teams like parkour j- uh, jam and comp uh, it was goons jam mm-hmm. um, and they did that back in like September of 2019 and it was a it was kind of like a skill comp right where yeah basically just do all these things and then you get a certain amount of point value and then based off of right. whoever got a certain amount of point value goes into you know the the finals essentially, yeah. and I remember just you know like i'm just gonna I'm just gonna go in and like try to do as many things as I can, not really having a like a high expectation mm-hmm. um but at the same time, I was just like, I still wanna challenge myself, yeah, uh, and then ended up getting into the finals, and I'm like, oh nice. God, now I actually <laughs> have to do work." <laughs> And I remember, I I remember, I had the same mentality. Like the first time I went into to, to NAPC, and and did the did the on-site qualifiers, and again did did skill the same day, and uh, it's the same thing. I was just like, I just I just really want to see how many challenges I can bust out, and then I ju- and then I met the threshold, and I was like, oh, that's so sick. And I remember, I was just like but i am so tired right i am so tired i am hungry i am dead i I need i need something before i die so the beautiful thing about origins is that it had this bagel shop and a coffee shop right next to each other oh perfect rosemary rock bagels and then kafka coffee (laughs) did you say captain kafka
0: oh kafka yeah. Captain, Cap and coffee. Captain crazy. Coffee. Captain
1: yeah. <laughs> Coffee. All right, well you just you just started a brand right there. But yeah, I remember just like I need to get something to eat because fine, like uh, quarterfinals are gonna start yeah. and I have nothing. Oh my god, I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm gonna wreck myself. <laughs> it's not gonna be fun where so, are the orange kept... slices
0: oh yeah, yeah that's
1: funny <laughs> is there a story behind the orange slices it's from no. soccer it's just so
0: in, soccer the um, it's always like,
1: orange slices it's almost, <laughs> like, in between,
0: like yeah halves there's uh, at, at the end of the game there's some mom or someone's dedicated that week to bring orange slices to get yeah. your, uh, so, what yeah. are the um
1: electrolytes going back yeah, so, yeah, yeah. for us it was always watermelon
0: oh mm.
3: Really? Because it was well, always it takes, like yeah.
1: a, it was always like a summertime sport.
3: Is yeah. this a, like a provincial difference here, maybe? Uh,
1: <laughs> who gets the kiwis? Ooh, the kiwis. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, that's that sounds bougie. That's on a uh, that's on a different budget. <laughs> yeah. That was way too expensive. <laughs> yeah. BC. Yeah. But uh, yeah, then like it just ended up like grabbing a bagel and getting a coffee, and like my God, my life was was made after that It was just like oh, nice. oh, i felt the life force come back into me and then i was able to crush out um i think i got the it, it was either it was either two or three challenges and like coping uh i'm trying to remember how to actually like say his follow name but cp from uh i, I believe he's from singapore hmm. yeah yeah but B- big guy out there uh he was the man behind uh project dive roll.
0: nothing comes to me Jeez, I...
1: but, yeah, yeah, definitely <laughs> definitely look him up because he is he is worth every every waking moment of your uh of your attention
2: nice. um
1: but yeah he he ended up going at, at, like the spot ahead of me and then he didn't get anyone i was like he... wait you this this guy that's like crazy wasn't able to get a single challenge but man right I, i'm gonna fuck up <laughs> this is not gonna work out very well <laughs> um but yeah then just ran in there i was like oh, just whatever just just try to do your best like go, get up in there and just uh just do what you can and uh yeah i was able to to do some do some really good work um definitely opened my eyes to kind of what i needed to work on um as far as like skill development yeah but uh, overall, just, like, had a had a really good time. And, like, you know, when everybody's cheering you on, like, trying to get a challenge done, you know, it's like, yeah, this is really sweet. Like, Ooh. oh, man. But yeah, it's easy to get also in your head when you're just like, oh, man, like, messing this up in front of everybody. It's like, <laughs> oh, man, this sucks. But uh, at the same time, like, I I, I wouldn't have uh, traded it for anything because yeah. I, I felt like I grew so, so much within that one uh, one instance, and yeah. yeah, it was just it was an awesome time.
3: Yeah, if, if you're in the right headspace, hey, like mm-hmm. doing these competitions, like I know for myself, doing like the speed uh, speed uh, comp at Dupe Jam, and then the skill one at Empire for their opening, was so much fun. But mm-hmm. you know, pointed out some weaknesses too, right? Yeah. yeah but exactly, uh, I wasn't there to you know beat myself up about about it. it was just like, <laughs> oh yeah, I can improve on this.
1: Yeah, just just here to have a good time and that's uh, that's what I find like um in, in like a successful comp space uh, it allows everybody to kind of get their feet wet in the comp scene and um and and interact with those types of people because that's what's gonna bring people back is that yeah. is that same energy that mm-hmm. same level of uh of accomplishment like sure you're like if you if you don't do very well like you're gonna you're gonna be bummed, like who wouldn't be bummed? But at right. the same time, you're gonna be really thankful that you did because you're able to, you know, brush up and and, and, and touch shoulders with uh, all these other people and and learn from them. Like even in like one of those qualifiers, uh you're you're in a line, you're you're gonna go and uh and, and do this do this challenge and you're just watching other people do it and then you you've just learned so much within that one span of time yeah um, um i remember there's this one challenge
0: i um, miss jam so much yeah, I can't wait for them to come i'm just back, like reminiscing back. i'm like i want to go on jam right yeah, now exactly oh, sorry uh, to interrupt
1: it's, i apologize no no because like it's the same sentiment here like mm-hmm. uh it it's just such a gathering hump for for the community and you know i find that yeah that's what that's what the community really is about is like getting events together to bring people to bring mm-hmm. people in like yeah. that, that's why at least like that's what i found in the calgary scene and the vancouver mm-hmm. scene like everybody just loves having those interactions and you know unfortunately you know when you have uh a contagious virus going around, then, you know, that's not the the great for having, like, everybody from around the world come into one space and, you know, touch butts. But you know (laughs) what?
0: uh, I found in the pandemic, um, it was easier to access a lot of spaces. (laughs) Yeah, oh, yeah. The the, the traffic, Mm -hmm. yeah. Or, like, uh, you know, security didn't want to get off there, you know, and come down and see you, kind of (laughs) thing. You're like oh okay and they don't want to go near you I kind
1: of yeah know? everybody just like uh, everybody and everybody's got the plague
0: yeah
1: I, I don't want to touch you with a 10-foot pole because then I'll have to throw the pole out
0: well, yeah <laughs> kind
1: of, yeah, yeah cool. unfortunately I just I didn't never I didn't get a lot of training in um uh, when it was like under some severe lockdowns mm. and like yeah. that's like my one uh my one regret through it because like yeah, as you say, like so much would have otherwise been opened up that would have otherwise not been uh, had you know we've been under normal circumstances. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as it is, like getting back to training now, because like we try to at least for me, I, I try to get out every Sunday and uh, and do a, do a training session with uh, with with some guys. So just had a had one this past Sunday and had a lot of fun. Thanks. Um had one guy out from, uh, from Quebec, actually, Alex, uh, um, yeah. So yeah, he was, he, he came through and, uh, yeah, we got, we got a good number of people out and thankfully, like, you know, we haven't had to worry about, uh, you know, group, um, group limitations. Um, like there was a point in time where it was like limited to five people in the outdoor environment. Yeah. Um, But now it's like all the way up to 20. So it's just like, don't worry about it. You're ahead of us then. We just got to the five. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, you guys got got set back a little bit. Yeah, Yeah, we're not doing so good here.
0: (laughs) uh, It's just because our... our... Same thing. I didn't
1: stop doing what I...
0: (laughs) No one's restricted me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But now it's, like, a lot more of the time, you know, I go out and, uh, and get, we get kicked off of spots. Like, um, I remember, well, one time this past Sunday, we were at oh, the, the Calgary okay. Tower spot, the Calgary Tower Ledges, and uh, just found, like, a new challenge uh, up towards, like, the, the back end, mm-hmm. which is this elevated staircase um, to um, this one exit and so you have like this one long like 12 14 foot drop off this wall off this other side but then uh going away from that then you have this one angled piece that uh kind of joins off at like pretty obtuse angle and then a a planter that's you know not not too far but like definitely Nothing that you would be able to just like do a stationary like pull Kong to. Well, you probably could, but like yeah, yeah. you need like giant uh, oregano tang arms and yeah. Yeah. Million and a half years of you know, sensu oh, beans yeah. or something like that. <laughs> but but yeah, like we were just jamming on this one spot, and then the security guard comes out behind on the on the on the staircase, and they're just like, "What are you guys doing?" <laughs> like we're doing parkour you know like we're just trying to you know move our bodies from this end to the other end and it's mm-hmm. like you can't do that here i'm like okay yeah we'll we'll move on and then uh ian who was with us ian parsons he is just like uh, can you spare us like three more minutes so we can get like three more lines and then she's just looking at us like what are you talking about <laughs> and we're like oh no, no don't worry about it like yeah we're, we're going just like, uh, don't worry. We'll just come back later when, yeah, <laughs> when you're gone. Aren't here. Yeah, you're <laughs> gone. Next it, yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, it's just like, you know, it's outdoors and it's widely open to the public. It's not gated off or anything like that. So it's just like, you know, the idea of it being a private park. You know.
2: No, Probably right.
1: should put signage up first, and then, yeah, then start making those arguments. But at the same time, yeah. it's it's all about being as respectful as possible, and and building a, a good relationship with everybody else in the city that otherwise doesn't really understand what the heck we do and why the heck we're standing on ledges yeah. and jumping from one thing to another. Like it, to to everybody else, it's just a giant liability. Claim yeah. like to happen. I know but, that's all they see. Yeah, but then you know, it's it's through that. It, it's that exposure therapy really like the, the more that they get exposed to the community coming out and then there's no issues then you know chances are they're going to be a lot more chill about it yeah. uh, like example would be just yesterday uh with the jan uh one of the security guards for the bow building Did they join? No,
0: oh. but they okay, they just they know, just about, left us
1: alone. Um, I was gonna ask
0: you about the Bow building. Uh, it looks like a sweet place to spot to chill. like, oh wow,
1: it's it's a good chill spot, but man, security is tight.
0: Anya. okay, go on with your story, sorry.
1: Um, but, uh, yeah, so we're, we're just jamming at Wood Park, which is just this uh, it's one little sitting area out in front of the Telus Sky building and the Bow tower. Uh, And then just right down the street is Calgary Tower, So you got a lot of Mm -hmm. like really interesting architecture and it's right off of the C train line. Mm
2: -hmm. So the
1: the light rail that goes throughout the city. So it's really accessible. Uh, So after Century Gardens ended up getting uh, cordoned off and um, scheduled for and, and worked on for renovations, we just kind of naturally moved towards that side and uh that was just kind of our our starting point because it had a lot of really interesting challenges and it was like pretty accessible to anybody and everybody so there's like you know a lot of beginner stuff that you could do nice easy vaults here and there um but then you know you got some intermediate jumps that you can do with running prees you got bigger running prees you got you know substantial running strides yeah. you're just like
0: yeah there's so a like, lot
1: to offer here so um you know it seems thought. like a yeah, it seems like a pretty plain spot but then you like start opening it up and even just yesterday like went and saw challenges that i was like oh i never saw that before and it's like who who would have thought that you know we're still finding new challenges in such like a mm. otherwise like pretty like, it seems like a bland spot until you start, like, working into it.
3: That's funny how that can happen with spots. you uh, train at them for years, years and years, and then mm-hmm. maybe you train someone new, and then they see something. It's like, I've
1: exactly. oh, been there
3: this whole time.
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, yeah, we were just training there, and then uh, the security guard came out, and I'm like, oh, crap, ah, crap, this, this is it. We're going to get kicked off. But then he just goes goes over into the corner and then just checks to see that, if, you know, some if anybody's, like, you know, just loitering and just chilling out in the corner and then just walks out throughout the park and you know people are just doing like uh palm spins on some of the benches out, uh, towards like the end of the park and you know just just, nope. chill. just, just chill just walks off and i'm like
0: oh,
2: nice. sweet
1: nice. <laughs> and we just kept on going and got, to, wow. got some big flips and uh had, had a good time uh i guess the only problem was that it was just that spot just bakes in the sun, and it was like 30 mm. degrees out. So, but yeah, like I, that's also another thing that I just love about parkour is that you know, you, once you start, you know, mixing in with with people that have different experiences and have maybe a different skill set, maybe different uh, perception of you know, you got that different parkour vision. Right. You know, they see mm. they see challenges where you don't. Right. I love that. Um i think that's where like you know that travel bug kind of comes around too Mm -hmm. and it's just like oh yeah get to get to experience all this new architecture and new ways of uh new ways of moving was like when i ended up going out to montreal and uh hooking up with like the the unit 45 guys and going to the spot i was just like oh this is this is really cool. Like, There's just so many new obstacles to, to overcome and like, a bunch of new challenges to try, whereas you know, you can get definitely bogged down in your local spots over yeah. and over and over again doing the same thing. So it definitely spices, spices up the training. Yeah. And people
3: definitely can their styles become products of their environment,
1: mm-hmm.
3: right? Like, big time. There's a reason. Why uh, so many people in the UK are probably so good because that architecture there is ridiculous.
1: Oh yeah. Well, like why become, are there walls there? You know. Well, they built <laughs> they built themselves in so much. Yeah. Like yeah. In Canada, right. we have so much room out. So open. But yeah. uh, you know, over the last while, the downtown core has definitely started to you know take on a lot more you know ledges, and I I'm seeing a lot of challenges that um, otherwise wouldn't have been there if we we didn't start building up. Mm-hmm. so that's one thing I, I liked about you know the the vision that the the current mayor had was that you know we're trying to reduce the amount of sprawl out because canada like calgary is like notorious for for suburban sprawl right and we have like so many communities all of spread out that are just
0: yeah
1: yeah you know, uh, i like to think <laughs> of like the, the the weeds intro you know the t- little boxes on the hillside
0: that's hilarious oh, you yeah. like little houses yeah, yeah
1: exactly um, yeah that's
0: so true good call on that how huh? calgary grows
1: Mhm. Uh, but then yeah it definitely started to put uh, a little bit more emphasis on on building up the the downtown core and like mm-hmm. developing you know bigger multi multi-family units and oh, really? uh, with that like they ended up putting like a bunch of interesting planters and retaining walls that just so happen nice. to be really good for for parkour so it's, <laughs> they're they're just very on top there Hey, <laughs> <I mean>, mike
0: <laughs> let me ask you you've been talking about all this parkour what got you started in parkour in the first place
1: like uh yeah so i i ended up getting started in parkour back in 2010 uh back mm-hmm. when i started high school and um high school I, yeah so it was back when uh it, like it was basically the friend group was uh R- Riley Hilton or, or Rare and Brody Brody Shaw, Josh Dowie, huh. and then my my brother. Basically, like we would just go uh, we just go around and like climb up schools and, <laughs> and climb up school buildings and stuff like yeah, that. It was just, that was it. a
0: thing in Calgary to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um and. Uh then they, they ended up like <laughs> I think they I think Brody and his brothers like started like doing this like extreme running. So they just like go downtown <laughs> and like, extreme run on stuff and it's just like, you know, then they'd be jumping on a few things and then like run away so and then I you know, just started doing a bunch of that. So then uh, between him and Rare I think it was uh they, they ended up finding um finding out about No Limits AFC which was uh, the original like parkour gym and hub that we had um, before breathe. Uh, So then, yeah, they just, uh, it was like, Hey, this is really cool. Like you should, you should come out and like, give it a try. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Came out (laughs) there and I was just like, Oh yeah. So came every like, month or so and then all of a sudden like every week and then like two weeks and three weeks and just like it just built from there on that's awesome um and then i was like okay the you know memberships kind of get expensive all right uh, (laughs) so i should probably go ahead and uh figure out what to do here so uh i ended up volunteering because uh they had a they had a gig um they called the citizenship program where they would start you off and like you know helping out monitor open gym and like help with cleaning and um oh yeah okay and then they, they had a track pack uh path for you to get on as uh as like an instructor or kind of go through that uh that training period right. so they ended up all going through that uh so they, they were all like instructors uh, by before the time I ended up uh, even getting past like you know first levels or whatever
0: yeah
1: yeah um, but uh, yeah essentially I was just like, well I have no money to go ahead and pay for <laughs> for a membership, and I can't t- pay for all these passes, but I still want to you know hang out with everybody and train so <laughs> let's just put the let's just put the sweat in and uh and volunteer around here so uh, uh then that led me on to getting on to instructing well, and cool. I still remember like teaching my, my first introductory class and just being like very mousy and just yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I'm just gonna you know put your foot here and then you're just gonna you know, okay put your yeah. hands down here you're just gonna roll up your shoulder, okay. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> you're the only one. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got the feedback. It's just like, yeah, you're doing really good, but uh you gotta speak up. And I'm like, Oh crap. God, that's the same way. <clears> yeah. So the longest time I was like super uh Introvert, uh, and I still am. But um, you know, I, I can I can handle a lot more being uh, outgoing, a little bit more, and and speaking out a little bit more. Something yeah. that's like, man, I put a lot of work into over the years, especially through instruction and uh, and and becoming professional in my field. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I need to I need to learn how to talk now, or else this is yeah. not going <laughs> to turn out very well. It's going to close a lot of doors.
3: Something about the repeated exposure, hey, when it starts, like, Mm -hmm. almost, uh, you know, just part of the daily thing, you stop thinking about it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, right, talking to a large group of people, right? Right,
1: yeah. (laughs) I feel like that's something that I I, I definitely lost out on over the pandemic was just because, like, I wasn't interacting with as many people. And Mm -hmm. online interaction, if you're just on, like, a voice chat, you just don't get those cues you don't you're just like "Uh, i don't know there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that's yeah there's so much stuff that just gets lost in translation of it's like trying to text somebody like a sarcastic comment and then they're like what the hell did you just say (laughs) no no no. it's like sarcasm you gotta put the winky face or something like that yeah um so yeah like definitely over the years of just having to deal with um with instruction, uh, going to university, uh, it, it definitely had to had to push myself out of that type of uh, comfort zone, and I mean, it, it definitely has helped to do so because, well, mm-hmm. incidentally, like if you have the best ideas in the world, uh, not going to go anywhere unless you're able to communicate it, be it yeah. through I don't know writing or through uh being able to speak it so yeah that that was that was kind of ended up getting started in parkour and um that and i just ended up leading into uh taking on you know bigger roles as far as uh, the community goes and uh, part of that was getting into uh gym designs and that was something that i got to because um uh, during my upgrading year after i'd pretty well graduated I, uh, needed to upgrade my math because I just decided, okay, I'm just going to put that off to the side while I work on my biology and my chemistry, do all my sciences. Uh, because I, I really like I really enjoyed science and I was just like, Oh yeah, yeah, this is really fun. But then it's just like the math. I don't do that. <laughs> well, it reflected in the yeah. grades. It was just like, okay, all the, like the time and effort is just like on a logarithmic scale. Just gonna, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, so ended up going back and, and, and upgrading my math, which just absolutely crushed it, because I was like, "Well, I don't want to take this again."
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but at the same time, decided oh, no. to um, just because of the way it would be to just take one course in the morning and then just like have a weird rest of the day um, before going to work. I was just like, "Okay, well, might as well just fill that in with like an option here or there." So decided to end up like finishing off my physics and then also doing um uh 3D design or doing like pre engineering, oh. which they had three oh, wow. D printer, which was new. Oh, So it's like that's really freaking sweet. Yeah. So ended up getting taught on uh AutoCAD and right. Oh yeah, up- I heard of that. Yeah, and then ended up uh 3D printing a bunch of bunch of stuff and and uh one thing led to another and kind of got wind um that I I, I had this 3D modeling experience. So then uh when the when there was a split between Breathe and No Limits, uh Breathe was looking for a space. That would be much more specific to parkour because No Limits wanted to maintain their their alternative fitness concept, which was like, okay, we wanted to make sure that we had, you know, capoeira. We wanted to have all of these different disciplines under one house, right. which was really cool because it got me into like martial arts. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it definitely limited what the parkour community could do at yeah. at the given time because we were just limited to the amount of floor space, and then. The more floor space that we took up, the more that other groups in in that yeah. facility would complain <laughs> and be like, Well, they're taking over the space. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you put up a big wall, you know, you, the wall got to be put up, you know. Yeah. yeah. I um, feel that. <laughs> yeah, we get it. Yeah. So, yeah, we just ended up, uh, they they ended up uh, approaching me and I ended up working together with, uh, with Jay, you, you and Chuck. Uh, who's who's also a uh, big part of our team, on developing the first designs for uh, the North Gym at that time. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I don't know what the heck we were thinking, but we were just, like, so set on having the biggest foam pit ever. We were just (laughs) like, we want to have this foam pit do everything. We're going to have a platform here. We're going to have, like all this space. We're going to have these bars. We're going to have these walls. We're going to like throw this all together. Uh, we don't know how we're going to, f- we're actually going to like suspend or like, you know, fill the pit or anything but like that, but we're going to have, we're going to do it. We're going to make it happen. And oh my God, that thing was a monstrosity, but it was yeah, amazing. It was yeah. so amazing. <laughs> That's a big platformer. Yeah. Well, in the original designs, um, I, I, I was just told, you know just go just do whatever yeah like,
0: right yeah cool
1: world's your oyster like just put no, everything so down and so that's one thing that i've I've always loved about working with uh with with breathe is that uh you know matt talbot he he just is always just like he, he he's always been very uh open to basically any any type of in, input so you know, whenever I come up with like all these crazy designs that I know are going to be like an engineering like catastrophe to happen <laughs> for anybody that's actually going to try to build it, yeah. uh, he still entertains it and like figures out a way to make you know something like it come to come to being. So you know, I I've never felt limited with what I right. what I've been able to design
2: yeah, uh, right. working
1: through breathe, and that's that's kind of why I just ended up. Going on and 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 apparently you know and they kept on liking the work that I did so they just kept on coming back to me and, and telling me hey yeah like we we've got this new project and we, we really want to have you on.
0: I got a question for you. Did you work with the um, Empire build, like uh, designing?
1: A little bit, yeah. Okay, um cool. So I didn't want to. I didn't. Re- I really didn't want to step on any any toes in the in the community for in the sure. sense that like. Uh, Each community I find has a very distinct way on which they they view parkour and and gym design. Mm -hmm. Um, So you know everybody's going to have different uh, aspirations for a space, and you know I didn't want to come in with my with with my perspective and kind of put that on them. So what I did was I I mainly just took on a consulting role. And it's just like you know what, uh, if you uh, yeah, just like if 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 you guys want uh, send me designs and like let me check them over, like I'll definitely do that. Like I'll give you my my cool. two cents and uh, and uh, kind of a lot, give you give you some some insights from my experience with uh, with all the gyms that uh, that we've designed, all the all the setups that we've done, um, so that uh, hey you can can avoid some of the mistakes that uh, we've had before yeah like putting your
0: like it's maximized space like what you can and that's like it's a small space let's
1: Mm -hmm.
0: it is but what you what whoever like had the design in there like they used everything
1: yeah yeah i think uh i believe i believe ruben really took the lead on that one but uh i i I forget um it was it was definitely a collaborative work with uh ruben and 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 tyler um as far as what i i remember yeah uh but um you know in some of the first iterations of the designs there was definitely some stuff that i was just like no you don't want to do that because you're gonna hate yourself for it you're gonna hate yourself for it because uh it's gonna block you off from doing this you're not gonna be able to do that Uh, my my biggest takeaway was always like you know you. Just never put a giant foam pit right in the middle of your facility.
3: Yeah, I guess so.
2: <laughs>
1: it blocks off the space. It makes everything look small. Like it's like as as fun as North was, like, my God. The, the originally the design was so that like it was supposed to be like this like scaling pagoda that was kind of like goes up, but because of the way that you know, and, and the cost and the engineering that would have otherwise been required to make it happen just didn't end right. up. Happen- yeah,
2: yeah, um,
1: and originally the, the entrance was supposed to be on the other side, but oh. because of the, uh, because of just the, uh, of some of like the emergency exits and other things like that, yeah. That they're just like, okay, so like, yeah, we're just going to spin it around. I'm like, okay. Yeah. yeah not not thinking that it's just like, oh, yeah the first thing that you're greeted with was this big eight foot wall, yeah <laughs> yeah, as soon as you walk into the space and you're like, huh, and then you look over and there's like it's more wall, I'm like, huh, yeah, what's going on over here uh so yeah definitely um steered steered them into a into a direction given my my opinion on 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 several of the of the designs, and uh ultimately I think they they killed it absolutely yeah. sure like i love that i love that facility so much yeah so i can't, yeah.
0: I can't anyone, wait to travel
3: if there's anyone <laughs> listening that's in saskatoon right now and hasn't been to empire
1: <laughs> check I out empire parkour for yeah, sure it's
0: a fun place I, just,
1: I was writing up a blog post before i before we decided to um start moving over our, our our uh website now that like it's on spotify i'm not sure what we'll do for for blog posts but like I was starting to get going on a number of, po- like, a number of blog topics, and one of them was, like, parkour podcasts, and, like, it's it's such, a, like, an underutilized medium. It really is. And, you know, when, and, and one thing that uh, I, I kind of mentioned in that piece was that, um, you know, parkour is a very visual sport, yeah. and, you know, you, you are known through your movement, but not through your through your experience and your mentality and like all that other stuff. The only way I find that that really comes out is through podcasts yeah. because you're able to yes. you know come down and, and start having that chat. And that's another thing about jams is just like, it's not just about the training. It's about the, it's all about how you're in this melting pot of people and they're all sharing these ideas and they're all like vibing together and then figuring out like, oh yeah, like these people from all the way across the world, are pretty well just the same as me over here. This is cool. And then just becoming buddies like that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I that's find true. that the podcast. Yeah.
3: Uh, it's through all like the conversations with people too, just over the years going through just life, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of taught like, you know, life lessons learned, sharing it with people. And yeah, that's always through the parkour filter. You know, like everything has to relate to parkour somehow. Like,
0: <laughs> mm, it's true, actually. <laughs>
3: yeah, you know when you're just working on something and you keep it just keeps messing up and you keep trying over and over until you finally get it.
1: There's <laughs> uh, something that like Riley brought up um, in our in our latest podcast was, you know, how it taught like parkour taught him how to break things down into steps. Yeah, and. Yeah. Do do the progressions. Do the mm-hmm. do the work to
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know see big challenges as just small challenges just waiting to happen. Yeah. And that's and all it is. I all, love it.
3: It applies to all learning. You know, you see at yeah. uh, like some final like end result of, you know, whatever. It's like, well no, it's just like one step at a time here. You know, mm-hmm. I think I actually learned how to be a better learner from parkour. No,
0: no, no. I I would agree with that. Like I never thought I would do the things that I am currently or have done, if it wasn't for this sport. Because I agree, the steps and the fundamentals first of all. There's very basics, and those basics will push you to go greater, higher, longer, further, more stuff in a line, whatever. Mm -hmm. But. And then those little more stuff that you add to the line, and like, and those go in two steps too. I just, I, it's almost like a re, a rewiring of a brain in a way to think yeah. like, you know, it is all possible. <laughs> but how do you get that to that possible point? Well, let's do this. Let's do that. You know, what's more efficient? Yeah. What's more? What's your deal? What What are you trying to do here? <laughs> no, I think that everyone in parkour has the same kind of mentality. No matter who I talk to, I see it in them.
1: Yeah. You, you have to have it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Hence the differentiation between the parkour people and the muggles. And, <laughs> and the, the muggles. We were just wired yeah. differently. <laughs>
0: just seriously, yeah.
1: Yeah, just that's, that's true. Mm-hmm. A lot of people right away, like,
3: you know, muggles, they'll see parkour and be like, I can never do that. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah, you, you can.
0: Yeah, everyone yeah. says that.
3: Like, you can yeah. do it. Just got to yeah. start.
0: So uh, many because... of my friends have said that. Like, oh, come on, Christy. I can't do it. I'm like, like this wall is made out of plush. Just move <laughs> your legs, pull your arms, and get over it. <laughs> right? And then they do it. Then I tell them to do another move. And they're like, come on. This is easy. I'm like, the first one was hard, and this one's easy. <laughs> like, OK, let's do this. It's like, <laughs> but it's great, though. I love it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you went on a tangent there, but <laughs> <laughs>
1: because it's fun going on yeah, tangents and oh, just going down no, rabbit holes. No, no,
0: it's a rewiring. That's right. A rewiring yeah, yeah.
1: Trying
0: to get see even that one wall rewired a friend's mm-hmm. brain to do something. The next thing was easy. There, <laughs> reeled it all back in.
1: Yeah. yeah. and uh that's that's something that I remember you know putting out there before. It was just like, you know what, like Yes, you will get hurt if you do parkour in the way that you think that you're going to do parkour right but there's a progression there's a way to do it safely yeah and essentially you saying that hey it's a dangerous sport is projecting your your own insecurity in the movement that you are able to do onto the practitioner who has that experience like I'm not going to say to an underwater um welder like a, a deep sea underwater welder that <laughs> what he does is 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 crazy it's just like there are steps up to that point that he has gone through that makes yeah that that reduces the, uh, the the risk down to a manageable level that you're able to deal with so there's like there's that balance between you know person's risk assessment versus what the actual hazard is and that's the same as, like, a roof gap. It's just like, if it's you know, a roof gap of uh, two foot, anybody and everybody can jump two feet. Yeah. If you can't, then you basically can't step over a curve.
3: Yeah, yeah. You can't so take a large step.
1: <laughs> the the risk is minimal so long as you do the proper movement. Whereas mm-hmm. the hazard increases depending on the drop. So. You know, it's just getting into that, that headspace of understanding how do I manage the hazards and reduce my risk? Yeah. So that was so I, really well said. Yeah. Well, it's, it's something so that I've too. had to, yeah, it's something that um, was just, you know, inadvertently taught to me through mm-hmm. my environmental science degree, which is on uh, doing risk assessments and environmental uh, An environmental, yeah, environmental risk assessments and also um, impact assessments, and that's kind of what they were talking about. Is like you have to have. You know, there's a, there's a matrix. There's a there's a way that risk and hazard are intertwined, and the way that you are able to mitigate your your hazard and your risk is through, you know. Figuring out ways to compartmentalize them, control right. them, and and, mm. and break them into manageable constraints that you can plan for. Mm-hmm. So like in the case of, say, doing a roof gap, then, you know, first off, the, the risk assessment would be am I capable of doing this jump? If the answer is no, then don't do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Why? Because that that mitigates all hazard. You, by not doing something, you just don't have the hazard. How do you build yourself up to 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 reduce the risk of in- encountering the hazard? while you train and you develop a intuitive sense of what you're capable of doing. Yeah. So I I, I love it that. Uh, it was somebody that was on our, on our Twitch stream, the other day, uh, gave parkour like the, the idea of it being body the body's calculus of just <laughs> like okay we're you have all these variables coming into to one bit and you're really? plugging away on all, all these things and then you're you're getting your output. So you know you can tweak the variables so that you yeah. get the output that you want. So it's all just it's all mental calculus going in. It's like how much oh, yeah. do I have to swing my arms to go ahead and like get my chest up in my in my stride? Like how do I how do I get myself a little bit more lift in my in my jump? How do I throw myself a little bit further in a lache? You know, it's just like, well, it's mental calculus at the end of the I day. Thought, you got to yeah. you got to you got to break it down and yeah. you got to figure out which variables are the ones that you need to tweak to get the challenge. Cool. So yeah, I thought that was a really cool idea, and I was just like, was non-parkour true. person coming into into a Twitch stream. I forget their name, but either way, like they just dropping that on, like, <laughs> man, that's that is so good. never never thought I'd get such insight from outside of the community. Yeah, and, respect, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, lo- I loved it. Like, I just love that idea. Mhm. But uh, yeah, like I. I'm gonna
0: put that I, on my resume.
1: performs uh movement body calculus yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) to uh to uh, an adept level yeah Yeah. exceptionally gifted in in moving the body you got your uh phd in uh
2: body calculus
1: (laughs)
0: calculus. you can call me doctor
1: yeah Yeah. (laughs) That'd be so fun though if um like more more countries start following like the danish Um, educational model where like you can basically take parkour it's either in in denmark or in in finland i forget which one but they actually offer parkour as like a course that you can take what in like high school or junior high and you can just take parkour and they have like these incredibly sick gyms so yeah imagine that eh? it's just like oh yeah maybe maybe uh Maybe they actually do come out with a doctorate of parkour. Oh.
3: <laughs> Denmark has some ridiculous amount of parkour parks.
1: Like, they, they were such big adopters. They're so early, uh, early to the game, and like, my God, they uh, they they're killing it. Like, the it's like some of the designs that I've seen come out of there are just so yeah. interesting. And oh. I know that I've I've. Taken bits and bobs out of out of all of that and put them into to some of the gym designs that uh, I've done before. Um, yeah, that's just kind of how I end up doing things. Is like you know just look around and, yeah. and see what's out there and uh, you know try to try to replicate it in a way that uh, you know puts your own twist on it. That um, you know it it gets fit within the space. It's not just like copying and pasting it. In and just like everybody knows that this is this is this um uh, kind of in the way that you know or uh, kind of in the way that origins took imax walls and put them in the gym but they did it in a way that you know incorporated all the other elements of the gym so it's not like you know there's that one little section of the gym that's just everybody knows it's imax walls uh everybody knows it's like it's just a pure replication of that uh of that area, um, it's it's actually just like oh yeah like oh these are like cool edges and then you then you start jumping on them and you're like oh yeah like this is this is pretty cool and then you're just like then somebody's like oh yeah like this is like modeled after IMAX. I'm like oh damn that's really yeah. cool yeah. like, hey I can do something here and then if I'm able to do it here then I yeah. could probably do it over there too that'd be really sweet
3: so you've helped like you've done oh, sorry I can't talk. like design the south location of breathe and the new north is that yeah right yeah have you worked in any like concepts like that any designs of like local spots into your gyms at all or or maybe international spots
1: i I definitely i definitely did um um, in Hmm. some of the original like north renos back when we were just talking about being within the same space, and then just kind of refurbishing some stuff. Uh, I definitely took a lot of um, influence out of uh, Century Gardens, um, mm. trying to trying to recreate some of the uh, some of those angles and some of that architecture, yeah. because it was just such a it's just such a pillar of our community that spot um, because of just how much variety in the in in the architecture there was. So it was a very brutalistic style yeah. of architecture with a lot of different angles and and big blocks, and then you have all these different um, levels from the from the bottom bridge or the bottom like deck area to the railings to the to, to the next levels up by the benches to the to the bridge over the top. So there was just so many different ways to approach everything and it wasn't it wasn't a very boxy so like there was very many like um angled ledges everywhere so
2: mm-hmm.
1: um not a lot of it was well there was definitely a lot of it that was squared up but like for the most part it was it was just so abstract that you know you you can't make this jump but you can make that jump oh, you can't make this jump but you can make that jump you can't do that Kong but you can do that Kong over there so it was so much variety mm-hmm. to it there there is right. you could do climb ups you could do your 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 jumps uh, there is you know open areas where you could incorporate some flips and I guess like if if people were a little bit more confident with their <clears throat> with their flip precisions at uh, at the time that of century's heyday i could right. have seen some wicked wicked uh <laughs> precisions uh some some flip precisions being done but uh uh yeah unfortunately they they ended up uh doing a large amount of renos and they actually planted a lot of trees in a lot of those areas now so mm. uh, it's it's become a lot it, I, it's going to be a lot harder to do some of the same things that we did before but at the same time you know some of the the original like challenges are still there. So oh. that's that's what I'm really happy for is like seeing some of those still being retained yeah. uh, because like those are some of those challenges that like, you know, big and scary when you were starting out and then all of a sudden became like just a you know, hallmark of, yeah. of just training at Century Gardens. And uh, yes. yeah, it definitely um, became one of the bigger inspirations and bigger hub of training in in the calgary community so it, like after that ended up getting fenced off like we we definitely kind of mm-hmm. splintered out and everybody started to kind of you know train in their own little little quadrants and it was a little yeah. bit harder to kind of get everybody together but um but you know it we're starting to kind of build ourselves out of that but uh yeah it's just been it, that that was one of the ones that i definitely wanted to okay. incorporate into into stuff but um uh, at the same time, it's just like the logistics of actually making that is astronomical. Like, yeah. It would be so costly, and it would just be a, a feat of engineering in and of itself. So, you know, uh, for, for the sake of budget and uh, and, and headaches, uh, it's more of that, okay, well, we're just going to keep it to, you know, as as it is every time I put like an angled piece in, then I just, I can just like hear it in the back of my head. And just like Rob Hill, just going like, ah, <laughs> <And the laughs> angle cuts. Damn it. <laughs> Seriously. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I still remember when, um, with the South gym, we had that central, like that central, um, area with the, with the wheelchair ramp. Yeah. Uh, I think we called That's it awesome. the DTR like the, oh, yeah. uh, oh man, i completely forgotten the reason why we called it that (laughs) um either way uh nice platform with uh with two levels so and it was i don't know it was it was oddly shaped enough that it's like you had a lot of different ways to uh to come at it so like yeah. you could come at it from one angle and then do like a number of different things and come in from another angle and do another couple of things. Uh, you could set up different boxes and other things on it or off mm-hmm. of it and then, you know, create new connections. Um, and yeah, I just remember him being like, my God, I absolutely hate you for that. <laughs> because <laughs> the original design, it was just like a full curved wall. Yeah, so like think of it just like a nice like nice rounded bit and in, in the in the end of it they're just like nope we're just gonna do an angle cut and then put a straight wall and then another angle cut and then a straight wall and yeah then that's yeah gonna i'm like yeah that's fair enough yeah <laughs> fair enough. so uh, that that's definitely why i like uh you know working with them is that you know they 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 rein in my 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 mm-hmm. expectations on on that type of stuff and be, and allow my vision to become a reality to oh. the best of, of, of their ability and uh, I, I still remember for the like lethbridge gym uh because that was the first one that i ended up doing solo um mm. for for design uh it was uh yeah, breathe lethbridge and that one was in a smaller space and i i got a lot of inspiration from uh the one I'm trying to remember the parkour uh park name, but it was the one that's built into uh, kind of a grandstand. If you remember, I I know it's a European one, Um, but Mm. essentially what they do is that they built obstacles on this, uh, on this grandstand. So, you know, you have all the, all the seating levels and then they build obstacles to fit onto there. So now you have like a ledge to a ledge, and then you have all these kind of staircase-y um, obstacles that kind of work in inter, inter-women together so it was like a really cool idea and i was like oh, i really want to do that so because we had this leveling structure or we still have this leveling structure um where you know white band is your everybody gets their white band that's what they're working on that's their fundamentals Yeah, uh, that's your your vaults landing rolls, that kind of deal, and then you have your level two, which is your yellow, yellow band, and with that, that's more uh, more introductory vaults, getting into like kongs, getting into reverses. Yeah. Uh, then you have your your orange band, and that's more getting into uh, more height, so doing some uh, walls, doing some bars, getting a little bit more um, you know interactive with that. Uh, We've changed up the curriculum since uh, to be a little bit more progressionary based. So instead of just like, okay, uh, going up and putting these skills into these different levels because of height, we're more just like, okay, well, let's teach them the skills, but then build on it in the next level to to make it more complex. But essentially, we go through these different colors and this different banding system. And what I did is I made each one of those steps in the design. to represent each one of those, mm. uh, each one of those colors in those bands. So it'd be, you know, when you come in, yeah, the ground. It, it, you just got the ground floor, and then the next step up is yellow. Great. Next step up, orange. That's next cool. step up, gray. Next step up, green, blue, purple, red. All the way up at the top. So I remember going down there for my first time and to get there you have to go down this you know a, a fairly long like uh hallway and then you take a left go up some stairs and then it just opens up to you and you see the staircase going kind of go up as you as you enter in you still have all these obstacles in front but you you have the staircase kind of going up and i was just i just remember like crying i was like damn it this is <laughs> this is so good because like it's in and of itself it's like it's kind of your child because it's yeah. been in it was in your head before it even became drafted on a piece of paper or on a in a design in a 3d model and then you know before anybody else has seen it like you you have been you know percolating all these ideas you've been putting them together um so just seeing it in person was just like overwhelming and i remember yeah. I remember seeing that and i was just like oh man i just that's i just cool. ended up crying there i was like oh, damn awesome. it went over to rob and i was like you did you did a you did an amazing job.
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You know what? We're gonna talk about it after this podcast,
1: but I have some ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um again, same thing. Like I don't think I've I, I don't think I've actually gotten over that, that feeling. Mm. Like, every design that I've that, that's come through, uh, it's it's always just like this, uh, you know, this overwhelming feeling at the end of it, um, just seeing it in mm-hmm. In, in person or seeing it through the, the stages of the of the build and seeing it all come together like it, it's just it's just something else and I just love that because um, from like an early age I was always like building block forts and uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, making, making pillow forts and all this yeah, other stuff right. yeah. So you know I, I, innately I, I figured out what what could go where and, yeah. and how. I was very very good at organizing things. Cool. So that they would fit, and it it seemed that that was it, it. seemed natural of a progression to. It's like okay, well, I'm gonna gonna design some spaces now for people to jump on because that's kind of what I did. So yeah, I was nice. I did that. I just remember going into to South Gym to um, well, when when it was just bare, and just being like just trying to transpose what I had in the designs into where everything needed to go and realizing, Oh yeah, there's some things that, okay, maybe, maybe it doesn't, maybe it's not going to fit here. Maybe I need to do something. Maybe you have to work something. Like I, I wasn't, I, I never got pictures of like these pillars. Okay. Maybe I can find ways to work these pillars or like, gotcha come, come around these pillars and, and still make this design work. But in a way that that's tailored to the space, so um, that's one thing that I was like really struggling with because they, then people would be asking me for you know just hey just design some uh, some uh, some obstacles that we could uh, you know have a repository of and then just copy and paste into into like this uh, into whatever sandbox we want and then you know build a gym and I'm like it just it just doesn't feel right because I I've I, I've always liked going into a space or seeing a space and just like mm. developing on the character of the space right. itself. Um, I definitely started out with a lot of a lot more of a blocky design because I thought, okay, big blocky things. Uh, that's like buildings. Oh, that's really cool. Well, um, but then, you know, Jim's like, uh, unparalleled movement, uh, down in Missoula, Montana, rest their souls. Uh, <laughs> so sad to yeah. to see that to see that uh, gym go. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, like both of their gyms uh, were incredibly designed and intricately placed with each of their uh, each of their obstacles in a way that opened up so much opportunity in such small square footage that right. it's just like it, after I saw that, I was like, oh, Damn, that's right. Like, you can do so much more in this space than just putting mm-hmm. up a big blocky structure. So, <laughs> yeah. that's a, definitely something that my my design ended up developing out of is those big blocky structures. Not to say it didn't go away. I'm just saying it just got a little yeah. bit more intricate. It got a little bit more playful in the sense right, that it's right, like, okay, yeah. when I see a big blocky structure, I can break it up and just add one little, you know, little bump out of the out of the block to make a new challenge new new way of you know using this just as simple as just putting one block here all right cool yeah that's something that i that i realized in the uh in the north renovations that just went through um with uh the way that the foam pits built you know instead of big eight foot wall okay you can you can take her down to uh, to a six foot because that's all you need for the airbag or right. even in for most foam pits too, six foot is is still fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It depends on how far you're dropping off. Like if you're going off of like a twenty foot uh, <laughs> yeah. platform, then yeah, you probably want to dig a little bit deeper. Yeah. But at the same time, what that does is it allows you sightline up to the top of the uh, to the, to the top of the foam pit, so you can kind of see what people are doing and it opens it up a little bit more. Um, and with that, I also built in a number of different ledges and little boxes into the the cool. platforms themselves, so that not only is it a platform to huck yourself into the airbag or the foam pit, it's also a, a, a starting point for a line that starts with a descent down, or you can Neat. go upwards right. in a power challenge. Um, right and also it just opens up a lot more um more opportunity for using the platform itself for launching into the airbag because instead of having to build yourself up or pull up all these stackums or like these these boxes up to the foam pit then you just have one riser right there that you can always just use as a kicker right so Makes yeah sense. So just trying to be as like, I was always trying to be as, as intelligent as what as I could be with the space that I was given. Of mm-hmm. course, like I, I definitely didn't do everything a hundred percent. There's still stuff that I would change, but that's just the perfectionist nature yeah. coming out. And you're just like, at some point you got to call it, or else you know it's you, you're gonna miss the boat. You're, yeah. It's just not just gonna keep happen. Keep
3: refining and refining, and yeah. <laughs> the,
1: the longer you hold on to stuff, uh, you know the the, the wave has come and gone so you know you just gotta gotta get it to a point where it's just like you know i'm happy with the way that this is um and i love it for all of the imperfections that that happen to be in there and so long well, as you know people can you know appreciate and like find ways to use my spaces then that's all yeah. I, that's all i care about and i, I love coming into the gym and uh, and after it's done and everybody just it just being so so grateful of like how things have been been placed because it's just like this is so this is just so cool yeah and like that that's that's what really gets me
3: how, how do you incorporate um like modularity into it like movable things or mm-hmm. you know like something like scaffolding like if that's something you like to play with or do you prefer the more kind of more permanent
1: uh, um so setup? for 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 stuff like scaffolding um i think that you could definitely do a number of things um for the most part i like to i like to have that as like a pretty well fixed structure because like you don't want to be swinging on something and all of a sudden just go, go yeah, yeah 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 so, it's happened
0: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah it's no fun um but at the same time, you know, the, the way that you can build in modularity to your designs is to make sure that you have enough uh, landing space in between obstacles that you can present the opportunity to actually move your obstacles into those spaces and fill it in. Um, it's one thing that I think Parkour Visions does a does a really good job of explaining this um, this type of concept where it's like if you have discontinuity between your obstacles, then... You know it, it everything's so far apart and there's really not a, a there's really not a lot of connection to be built in there you still want to have space in between or else then it's just like a clumped mess and uh, what are people are supposed to do with that yeah but there, there's like this you know Goldilocks zone of having yeah. a landing space for a person to feel comfortable with landing um, but you know, not big enough that you know the challenge just becomes a 30 foot running precision so yeah right um but yeah so that's that's kind of how you build modularity into your into your designs is that you you present landing space to to be open to however somebody wants to 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 play around with any of the movable obstacles that you build And then having a variety of movable obstacles um, that allows them to kind of use that space the way that they see it. Right.
3: Do you try to like build on um, have like attachment points so you can like throw bars into into spaces? Like some of that (laughs) like stuff you can like you know get online or whatever, where it's boxes you can just attach bars here and there. Is that something you try to incorporate too, or is it? Just... Well, for the
1: most part, we've just ended up using key clamps uh, for yeah. all of our bar work uh just for this you know it's pretty pretty simple. you don't have to hire on a welder or anything like yeah,
2: that.
1: yeah. um but yeah, as far as the modularity of using like prefab like that definitely could, but I just never got into it yeah um, well, all your yeah, I definitely uh... like. Oh, he yeah, definitely. Out very beautiful. So. <laughs> <laughs> I I greatly appreciate that, um, because yeah, like the things, some of the stuff, like say for the love, um, some of the boxes that, um, oh my goodness, just names are not coming to me at all today. But um, uh, they they have those slots where they can take those larger beams and then place them in and then lock them in
0: so it gives them a
1: lot of um, opportunity to to play around with that yeah Um, I always I love that but at the same time I hate it in the sense that it's like okay that that face now becomes a cheese grater in in the event that anything happens so (laughs) it's one of the things that um on a, I ended up uh, doing a, a a consult with a, a design firm here in the city on a park or park. Really? Uh, oh, sick! Uh, like within the past year, and uh, essentially what they wanted to do is they wanted to you know pitch this uh, this design for for three parks uh, to this one community, uh, this one developer, and uh, they they reached out to to the gym because well yeah who who you're going to talk to about parkour than the only parkour gym in the city yeah (laughs) Uh, and then uh they ended up getting uh giving them my my contact so i ended up following up with them and then we ended up having a little bit of a a, of a uh, kind of like a town hall between uh some stakeholders and um seemingly I, i sounded intelligent enough to them that uh uh, yeah. they they thought oh yeah this guy probably knows a few things about uh about this design uh, stuff so uh ended up uh, meeting and uh and and figuring out uh you know, kind of a uh, an agreement on on building out some some designs for them so uh, that was that was the most recent project i ended up getting onto and uh, hmm. probably one of my most like extensive pieces um oh. of course like you know coming from breathe where you you have all like the world is open to you like you can throw anything and everything to, to all right. of a sudden work the design firm that has to to you know, contend with city permits and other things like that right, and it's yeah. just like oh, right. your, your expectations definitely need to be reeled in um <laughs> so yeah definitely a lot of, a lot of the design ended up uh uh getting getting distilled down into um into something a, a, quite a bit different from where I started out, but at the same time, uh, with enough you know, character and enough flavor, that uh, would be a really good, tra- like a really good spot um, to to train. Uh, so yeah, it was mm. it was definitely a, a really good experience getting on with that, and uh, you know it was probably it was like my first like really big paid gig. So I was just like, this is, awesome. this is fantastic. So, um, yeah, just one of those things that, uh, I'm hoping f- to do a little bit more in the future and potentially, uh, break that out into kind of a, uh, a consultancy as far as, nice. uh, that type of design work. Sweet.
3: Are those parks, uh, in the process then of being built or are they, already? Uh,
1: built? I believe, I believe so. Um, I remember going up to kind of the the proposed site, uh, just to kind of, again, you get into the space, you kind of figure out what, uh, what is, what's most natural to that space. What's, what's going to make it, uh, um, stand out, uh, in, in the sense of, hey, it's, it's working with its environment,
2: Mm -hmm. uh,
1: why I just love those like house designs of like even like the hobbit hole like the hobbit uh home yeah. design Sense <laughs> yeah, that it's like help. okay you kind of build yourself into the into space it, yeah um right. or or like you work with the environment that you're in and you know I find that that's like a really parkour mentality to get into you like you yeah. kind of given something that you got to work with it yeah right yeah and in by doing so it's gonna it's gonna become its own unique know feature its own unique character and it's going to be that one thing then it's just like oh uh that's that's imax i i can i can tell where that is because of just the characteristics of the place right Mm. and uh that was something that was that was pretty uh pretty interesting when i ended up seeing a picture of another gym down in the states i think it was in boys idaho possibly uh don't quote me on it but uh it was it's called myth parkour and i swear you know just the in in just the way that they they you know edged all of their obstacles and like the way that the platform that they put in was designed i'm like that looks like south gym (laughs) oh no i'm just like you know what that's really cool Uh, if you know my if my designs were able to uh, inspire somebody
2: that's awesome. uh,
1: it's, yeah. you know comes you know it's something that other people that I have not even met and never probably will meet uh, Yeah, a
0: newfound thing in the future like you might just be the person that people are going to go to if uh, build parks across canada
1: well that's that's the funny thing too It's just like you know the the longer you're in a particular field or in if you if you constantly keep on showing up i find yes uh you know sooner or later you're just going to be the expert that everybody's going to come to and that's that's what i found like parkour with uh that definitely showed me that that was the case it's like you know the more you get out there the more you interact with people the more people are going to take notice and like more people that are going to recognize you within within the sport and the discipline and in in by that you're you kind of develop your own expertise and your own i mean gravitas in that so (laughs) um that that's kind of the hopes for you know uh, us at at pody is just like hey we gotta we're just continuing to grind um even though um we might have like a number of us might have shifted away from doing parkour there's still the same mentality that we're we're doing we're we're trying to be the best at who we are and yeah. the best at what we're doing. Um, so, you know, if you if you keep that mentality going, then I, I, there's, there's no reason why you can't be successful. Yeah. Sounds like sage
0: advice right there. That,
1: yeah. <laughs> that covers uh, the sage advice for sure. Okay.
0: Right, <laughs> right on. Mike's just taking it away with all the advice and the places and the training and all that stuff. Great. I love it that's great
1: like wow I'd i can't love wait just to... this those conversations though of just like that, that to... higher to... level Later. and uh i don't know just like even even when i was like in my science degree it was always just like oh yeah like let's talk about the concept of time and space and all this other stuff like really big ideas and you know it from a day-to-day perspective it doesn't mean anything but you know, it's still is kind of one of those grounding forces. Yeah. That uh, you know, at the end of the day it's just like, hmm, uh the universe is uh fucking old. So yeah, <laughs> uh, at the end yeah. of the day it's like your 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 life is infinitesimal to the rest of the oh, yeah. rest of the existence just, of the universe. So you zoom out, right? Yeah, so it's just like, hey at the end of the day it's just like it doesn't matter on a global, on like a, a galactic scale. It doesn't yeah. mean anything on a universal scale. It just has to matter to you. Yeah. So it's like, as long as it matters to you, then just just follow it through. Like that's that's, that's, what's, that's what it is at the end of the day is that, uh, you know, we're all here just to experience. And, uh, you know, what's, what's the best way to do that is just keep on putting yourself out there and, uh, and, and figure it out.
0: Damn, another sage
1: yeah. advice. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> two, two for one here. And <laughs> I love that. I love getting on these type of topics.
0: No, that's sage, right? The sage advice is like something that you would um, tell someone coming into the sport or someone, um, you know, not too sure about the sport. Like, what would you give them? And it's like just what you just said there. It's like, you know. <laughs> D- does it, it can matter be that honest... you
1: make that jump at the end of the day? No? Yeah,
0: it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter no, but
1: it just it... matters to you. So yeah. That's really there all you matters.
0: go. Thank you. Yeah. Well, do should we jump to your favorite places to train then? What are your five top five places uh,
1: yeah.
0: where you want to train or have trained?
1: All right. Um,
0: that was so good. D- sage advices Oh,
1: <laughs> uh, I, I, I definitely would have to put like South Gym as part of that. Like South Gym would definitely be in the top five. Um, I don't think I want to order any of them just because like. They're, they're not in, no they're
0: yeah. not in order it's just yeah. really
1: random yeah um but yeah south gym uh definitely uh there's just so much potential in that space and so much that uh you you could There's just like endless po- possibilities in that space um i'd yeah.
0: agree
1: century gardens pre uh pre-construction mm-hmm. um again same same idea uh so much on tap potential so many opportunities um and just ultimately like just a beautiful space D- despite like you know all of the all the defecation all over the place and uh,
0: yeah it's, uh, <laughs> <Ethan> <laughs> you know, the
1: world the world's urinal and uh you know the the joke of the hobo pee fountain, yeah, uh, but you uh, know yeah. it, it had its character. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I guess
0: that's what it was,
1: right? And if anything, it, it taught yeah. you that it's like you just you want to make sure you just hit that jump because you yeah. don't want to be ending up in the drink. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> because you don't know what's in there. No, yeah. No. And for the most part, you saw what was in there, and you're just like, I don't like that. And also, you're just it's block it out. Those, yeah, I think it was like
3: real the, water it, challenges.
1: It, yeah. <laughs> it's Just like yeah, story. You got your water challenges, but. Uh, I don't know if you've ever jumped over uh, ever ended up landing into uh, into century Gardens fountain water. <laughs> that stuff was uh rank. <laughs> yeah. it could be rank uh, it, it, they definitely got to a point where you know they started chlorinating it, but like before that <laughs> before that, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, it was it was a little bit uh, eau de toilette if you will yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh dang, but uh. <laughs> yeah century gardens for sure uh i have to give it to to origins so mm-hmm. um nice. it's convenient. it's one of probably uh the just the the space in and of itself is kind of where i i got a lot of inspiration to train and keep on getting inspi- inspired to train because of just the way that people move in that space they're always pushing the envelope um oh.
2: you
1: know um so and that's also that, that was the, my first like big comp scene that i ended up getting into is in over mm-hmm. in over in origins and um you know I, I did a lot of growing in that space so that's definitely on that list okay. um apart from that uh unparalleled movements their uh their second gym mm. because just the intricacy of the design and i i'm just so sad that i wasn't able to be there for when they put in their new platforms before the pandemic hit i was so ready to to uh go over there for uh for fool's jam uh yeah. because like you know the pandemic came around in march and then at the end of march what was it it was fool's jam yeah
3: yeah
1: <laughs> and it's just like no like you yeah. shy here it would have been it well i think they ended up like uh putting it out further uh because they were trying to um trying to do a bigger event uh try to do uh because like the fool's jam before that uh was a was they had the live stream going they had their uh they had their booth set up with uh max henry and uh brian brian prince they were on the commentary and i think uh no, I don't think Joey Adrian was there, but for some reason I'm just thinking Joey Adrian either way. Um, and uh, then they also had like their, their logo on the, on the backlit wall. And it's like, that was just so aesthetic. They brought in all these new lights and everything. And it was Damn. just, it was just such a cool time. Hmm. Uh, and yeah, I just wish that I could have, i could have gone there a lot more and, yeah. and, changed so many more things but like when you're on when you're on a trip like that uh you're you're always very ca- uh, like very cautious about what you're doing because you're just like i just don't want to be hurt i yeah. just don't want to yeah. get i yeah. hurt and then have to have to drive back like uh yeah. like josh Dowie had to all like a, a few quite a few years ago when he went down to to missoula and did some cliff jiving and oh, no. he went down there without any uh any um like traveler's insurance? Oh yeah. <laughs> so no, he sliced his foot r- open. Rookie mistake. <laughs> jumping, the, it. jumping in. And then the, the guys ended up having to drive him all the way back to Canada to go to the hospital. So Dang. you know, don't definitely don't want to do that, but <laughs> uh, but at the same time you're there to you're you're there to kind of yeah, learn and push down. yourself.
0: Yeah, ton. adrenaline.
1: Yeah,
3: that's one that fools jam. That's uh, had some uh, FOMO on that one.
1: Mm, Thing here,
3: all like the Calgary t- and Saskatoon guys out there.
1: <laughs> oh, man, yeah, it was definitely something. And um, you know, I, I'm I wish them all the best because uh, you know, they 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 kind of noticed that, yeah, locking themselves down in a gym space is is terrifying and uh, it definitely limits what they're able to do so um, I think they right. made a, a really smart decision because you know it allowed them to, to 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 be free in the way that they needed to be to to succeed uh, but at the same time it's just like you know you you, you can still lament that you yeah. know one of the, one of the best spots or best uh, uh, best gyms is just out and a lot of mine are gyms because like you know a lot of training I've done is in in gyms it's kind of what you know I with that design background i'm just like i'm inspired by you know this gym design and working with that
0: architecture Mm
1: -hmm. um but yeah i guess i gotta choose one more then and it has to be it doesn't have to be ones that you've been to or trained no no
0: anyone you want to go to or been to or
1: um design i still think that there's like um little bit of like okay it's it's kind of a toss-up uh between going to IMAX and training IMAX because like you know there's it's been so much history that's been played out there that just by going and just seeing you you know when you just like watch it on the on, on video and then you go there in person and you're like that's insane that's yeah. wild. Like, yeah. you know, everything on video looks smaller than it is in, yeah. in person. So, yeah. just thinking of going to those places and and witnessing, you know, the, the true scale of what's what's been done. Uh, I, I think I would put that on the list, and then if not, then like going to the to oh, yeah. and uh, and and going to no doubt. Uh, like the old uh, school homes. there in Dom de Lague dang that'd be so nice so dare to
0: yeah dream. dare to dream
1: <laughs> so maybe maybe once travel opens up a little bit and uh yeah. find myself not uh attached down to uh to you know uh, the, the the nine to five grind and yeah. know, maybe maybe that's on the maybe that's I like on the that. press I,
3: i'm glad on. you uh, included origins on there because if uh Everything goes to plan. I'll be able to go there for the first time in August.
1: Heck yes! Oh, so. uh, a lot of uh, a lot of party members are are hoping to move out that way. So yeah, uh, so
3: yeah. that's
2: the uh,
1: that's the that's the plan. So hopefully uh, become regular patrons there. Yeah, uh, get to training because uh, I find that you know, especially since uh, uh, Josh Brower ended up moving out there it's been you know a a, a hub for for canadian parkour yeah. and they've really put themselves on the map with napc res and tom do a mm. phenomenal job in 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 fostering their community yeah. and in by that we we all elevate yeah and uh gotta gotta give them some love for that
3: yeah i hope they keep uh you know pushing you out like start bringing all like NAPC back and
2: yeah,
3: um, more regular competitions, you know, across Canada. Got to yeah, start I, pushing it more for sure.
1: I liked what they were doing with their NAPC circuit.
3: Yeah. Um,
1: before And it, it seemed like they were, they were starting to, to sprout out and go, go quite international. Um, I yeah. think they were having plans to do a qualifier out in, uh, in England and the UK oh. um, for, for, 2020 but then yeah. yeah where did that go i don't know yeah <laughs> just a two-year delay yeah but yeah i'm 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 wishing them all the best and it seems like they've uh they, they've carried on with uh their online uh competition yeah. and That's uh cool. yeah, yeah. yeah it was really cool seeing you know all, mm. all of them together, come together It it's a little bit hard to you know how, how do you judge that kind of kind of competition but at the same time it's just like it, it's just so cool watching people throw down and uh, i i think like at least uh, i believe it was jared nahulu ended up getting that one hmm. and uh rightly rightly deserved because that man is a absolute beast all right, all right. go for it go,
3: go on to uh last one here for top five athletes
1: that you uh, you know inspire you all right. Um, I mean, one man that comes to mind right off the bat is Daryl Stigley.
3: Yeah. That
1: man is a absolute powerhouse. And, you know, from from what I've kind of gauged off of social media, he's he's had to overcome quite a bit. Hmm. Um, yeah. And a lot of that came out through uh, a lot of the the Black Lives Matter um movement that oh, you know yeah. he, he was sharing his story and like it was yeah. definitely inspiring that you know as a different perspective like you know coming from a different uh background um noticed that oh yeah like that would definitely be scary if i was in that type of situation and yeah. i had to deal with all that um so yeah i, I thought you know him being able to Kind of overcome all of those barriers and become an absolute <laughs> beast yeah. is is just so inspiring. So you know he he showed me that hey, if you go ahead and you put a lot of the effort in, then you can get that work done. You can yeah. you can do really well and you can you can really elevate yourself. And I guess that's the same thing with uh, Tim Champion is that like
2: mm.
1: you know it, it, it just got that level of athleticism and uh yeah he does it so calmly too like the the, it feels like there's a reason why his his nickname is big Chillin' because he's just chilling the whole time like he's he's big and he's just chilling like yeah the the man is just um he's a good story yeah yeah he's just an absolutely destructive athlete like destructive (laughs) uh, yeah like i remember uh doing the same uh, one of these same dinos in origins that he, he was hidden. Uh, and, and like, it was hard. It was super <laughs> hard, but he, he was able to make it look so seamless because of just how well he executes and mm-hmm. also just how much effort he puts into, into sculpting himself to be the athlete that he is. Right. And I, I think that's really inspiring. Um, man trying to thinking of another couple um is is definitely definitely hard for me right now that's uh,
0: i know it was a tough one throughout the whole podcast yeah yeah it's yeah uh,
1: you know what I, i i definitely put davis johnson on that list because um you know he was he was one of like the first kids through breathe and he he just he just chased it like he put he put the medal down and he just he just excelled and just watching that progress was just incredible and just seeing him become the athlete that he is was, was so inspiring like just oof the man (laughs) the man's crazy um and i guess at the same token like park parker Faluka, um who who just jammed up with uh this this past weekend um same same type of deal um you know first first few kids like coming through and they they just saw you know that there was there was a life in parkour and that they were they were going to chase it and I'll, I'll just put in that time and that effort to 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 really becoming really geniuses in their own right cool yeah. and just seeing stuff and doing things and uh, and and developing themselves in that way. and like wow that's that's really cool um, but yeah, other than that. <sighs> Yeah, it's it's such a hard thing because you're just like you have this huge list of people and you're just like uh, which which <laughs> one's really it? who
0: is it, yeah.
1: Which I which guess, ones are like, really pulling like yeah. which ones am I like sitting up to the top here? Um, because like ultimately, you know, every everybody that I'm I'm following is is really um like I, I wouldn't otherwise follow them if it wasn't I guess. that I enjoyed watching their movement. Uh, it's something that uh, I definitely had to had to tailor down, and and you know make a conscious de- a conscious decision that I needed to you know put my put my like those like high school friends into a different. Instagram account just so that you know I'm still following them I still I'd catch them yeah. up with that yeah. but then you know my parkour account I'm I'm there for movement content like yeah. if it's it's there for me to get, to to get exposed to all this stuff um but uh yeah I'm just thinking about <laughs> one one last to throw up on that list because uh again if, if if it was more extensive i'd just be throwing out names left right and center but um uh, yeah. um actually I'll, I'll, i'm going to throw on Johan Laroe to oh, that yeah. list um he was the <sighs> damn it okay well i'll do the... can i do two on this yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's hard it's hard All right. so yeah uh johan um was the first like big international athlete to, to come through when I was uh, still pretty young in, nice. uh, in the sport. Yeah. And uh, he stuck around for like a good month in Calgary and then oh, ended really? up shooting a video with, uh, oh, with Josh nice. Brower who would be the other person that I would, I would put on this list oh, of inspiring awesome. athletes because he, he was like, Josh Brower was, my, was definitely a mentor to me growing up in the community because he, he i mean he, he just is such a fun guy <laughs> yeah. and uh you know he 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 definitely thought that we were just a bunch of like shitheads but at the same time he just like he he would definitely you know take some time uh to to kind of help us and 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 you know train with us um it was because of him that uh, jovi even ended up getting into the sport because he was oh. uh he was in on uh gymnastics and oh yeah josh bauer was a coach in gymnastics um and was just like yeah uh, told jovi's mom he's just like yeah like he, he's probably not great for gymnastics but like he would be perfect for parkour yeah. so he ended up just doing like private lessons for gratis for him and uh and and then yeah he he, just, he stuck around and just like like we just came out with a a video with Jovi and Josh, and they like for some reason, their movement is always just so unique like sometimes you- see, you're just watching a line and you're just like, oh yeah, I know what's gonna happen here, just the way he's setting up yeah right. that's, this yeah. is what's gonna happen but for 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 Josh and jovi jovi specifically he'll be in a position and then do something completely different than what you would otherwise expect <laughs> out of that position, and even like people with, like uh, Josh Malone, like doesn't quite have that same type of style. So I find that like Joey has a very distinct signature with his movement, right. and yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, uh, Johan and uh, and and Josh Brower, uh, for we, sure. We've inspired. once said
0: that. A- We've once said uh, on the the show, like if you watch someone's silhouette, you can tell who that is.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love I love that idea though, um, and that's something that Johan was talking about. Is just like yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's hard to to. You know. Show yourself in parkour, so you know. I I got this tail on. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <much laughs> it's that. just I like got gotta be a signature. Or wings, or, yeah. Because, yeah. like once you're in like a, a YouTube compilation, then it's yeah. just like you know, you're you're kind of lost in the monotony of. Oh, the people are just watching the movement, and they're not watching you. Mm. So you know, mm. just, you know, having some sort of signature that it's just like, yeah, this is this is him. Right. Like, right. I, like it. I don't know. Just a thought there, but yeah. Yeah, like, I'm gonna think not, about not that. to say that, like, you know, bring the tail back. I'm just saying, like, yeah. you know, it was it was something that was distinct about him. Maybe even dress up again.
3: Ooh. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. Um, we are like over the two-hour mark here, so I'm gonna wrap this up here. Um, thanks, Mike, for coming on. It's been really thanks. awesome talking to thanks, you. Thanks, Mike. You doing this.
0: You really opened my eyes in so many different things. Thanks so much. <laughs> no, I'm
1: so glad that uh, you guys had me on, and uh, it, was, it was really fun. Thank you. You've got like tenure in the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a decade at this point.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. Well, yeah.
3: Okay. Sweet. Well, then, uh, listeners, you know, listeners or YouTube watchers, whatever, thanks for uh, tuning in and. Uh, like this and uh oh yeah actually if you want to follow mike where at work can they find you at
1: yeah i'm on instagram at uh podi.miku, and uh you can follow the team at uh podyboys.com uh mm. we do bi-weekly podcasts uh just talk show style just shooting the shit with the boys awesome i can't wait to listen right.
3: well They're thanks down. again yeah
0: thanks so much um uh, thanks, guys. Yeah, I can't wait to see what you put out next.
1: Thank you. Bye, everyone.
0: Bye, everyone.